0: You know, when I think about the Winter Olympics, I think about Sidney Crosby's overtime gold medal goal in Vancouver in 2010. I was in Beijing watching it at the time. Tessa Virtue and Scott Moore taking top spot in ice dancing in Pyeongchang last time out. Speed skater Cindy Klassen winning five gold medals in Turin in 2006. And of course, that famous win in Salt Lake City for the Canadian women knocking off the U.S. 3-2 to win gold with that lucky Looney. We've had a lot to celebrate when it comes to the Winter Games, but how are we feeling about these ones? Mario Conseco, President of Research & Co., joins me now because he's done some research into this. And um, Mario, thanks so much for being here.
1: My pleasure, Ben. Great to be here with you.
0: What did you find out about how Canadians are feeling about these particular games?
1: Well, we started asking questions about Beijing 2022 in april of last year and of course the backdrop to all of this is the situation related to the two michaels uh, the detention of mong huang in vancouver and growing tension between china and canada and at the time we had 56 percent of canadians who thought it would be best to have a full boycott of the olympic games um we've measured this three other times the last one just a week ago, and we see now 59% of Canadians who believe that the right course of action when it comes to these winter games is to not send Canadian athletes.
0: That would seem very high, uh, and certainly very steady, considering the Michaels, of course, have been released. Um, what did, did you get any, any idea of what was driving that sentiment and why it hasn't shifted at all in the, past, uh, in the past while, since April of last year?
1: Well, there's a couple of issues at play. I think one of them is... Uh, the fact that uh, because we do not have the NHL players participating in the games, it takes a little bit of the edge of the hardcore sports fan who wants to watch Team Canada with the NHL players. I think that definitely played a role in the fact that the numbers haven't moved. But more than anything, I think it's an understanding of the fact uh, that Canadians are still very upset with everything that happened with China over the past couple of years. We also measure uh, the way Canadians feel about foreign countries every six months. And for China, we've had three consecutive measurements of around 20%. So we're at a situation right now where China is in the same group of countries that Canadians just don't like, uh, with Iran, with North Korea, with Saudi Arabia, which is very different from the numbers that we probably had four or five years ago before all of this happened. So... I think more than anything, even though Canadians really like the winter games, uh, we have a lot of people who are dissatisfied because this is happening in Beijing right now. If the games were being held in Norway, in Sweden, in Denmark, in the United States, the numbers would not be as high as they are when it comes to a boycott.
0: Yeah, no, I'm sure. Uh, And and you also found, I think, that that even those who are going to watch might not be watching as much.
1: Well, this is one of the issues that is quite uh, fascinating to me because... Um, we have 47% of Canadians who say that they will make a conscious effort not to watch the games. Uh, this is a combination of different types of, uh, of uh, Canadians, you know, some who just don't like sports, who don't want to watch television, don't care about the Winter Games. But there's a significantly large component of people who just don't want to tune in to this edition of the games because they are happening in China. And, and what is quite surprising to me is the high level of support for a boycott, particularly in a province like Quebec. This is a place that goes crazy over short speed, short track speed skating. Uh, it's not as if the Canadians have had a good year. So this was an opportunity for Quebecers to rally behind Team Canada. And it's just not happening. I think there's certainly a situation there where the fact that the games are happening in Beijing is making Canadians think twice about it, almost to the point where roughly half of us are are saying, I'll do something else for the next couple of weeks. I don't want to tune into this spectacle.
0: I'm speaking with Mario Canseco, President of Research & Co. Don't remind me about the Canadians, Mario. I'm from Montreal, so I'm still, it's still hurting this year how, ba- how bad <laughs> they are. Sorry about that. Uh, oh, that's okay. Um, what what I found interesting, too, you did do some breakdown about about just sort of politically, age-wise, sort of the demographics of these numbers. Where was support, where was sort of opposition to these games the strongest that you found? Which age groups, which geographies, which politics?
1: Well, there's certainly a higher level of support for a boycott in British Columbia and in Quebec. I wasn't surprised about British Columbia because we were following the story related to China closer than anybody else in the country. When we asked about Huawei, when we asked about... Uh, the Juan Joe case, uh, we always had a fairly slow, low level of undecided respondents in BC. So the fact that the games are happening in Beijing um, means that more British Columbians were actually figuring out whether they wanted to watch them or not, and were more aware of the situation than what we see in some other parts of the country. Uh, What is really striking is um, there is more support for the boycott among people who voted for the Conservative Party. And, you know, we've seen that consistently over the past few years, Uh, 67% of them say that they don't want to see Canadian athletes in Beijing. Uh, But the level of support is also quite high among liberal voters at 63% and NDP voters at 62%. So usually you have a situation where a decision taken by a government might be met Uh, With a lot of uh, dismay from people who didn't vote for the party that is in power. In this case, uh, that is not the situation at all. The, The level of support for a boycott is equally high for New Democrats, for liberals and for conservatives. So there was no political... Um, damage for the government if they had decided to push forward uh, with a full boycott instead of the diplomatic boycott, which essentially means that there's not going to be any government official waving flags tomorrow as they open the game. So I think that the, the appetite was there consistently for a significantly more profound gesture of dismay towards China than what we're going to be seeing tomorrow, which is essentially the diplomatic boycott.
0: Yeah, it's interesting. Did you see any differences in ages in terms of the young, you know, younger younger people you polled older people, but how they felt about it? Was there any 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 differences there?
1: There's a little bit of a movement. Uh, you know, fifty four percent of those who are middle aged, uh, between the ages of thirty five and fifty four, supportive of the boycott. It climbs a little more with millennials. If you're aged eighteen to 59 percent of them believe that we shouldn't be sending the athletes. Uh, But it's the over 55s that are definitely commanding things. 65% who believe that Canadian athletes should not be in Beijing right now. And, And one of the things that is constant throughout the entire survey is the notion also of uh, the athletes being in danger. I think there's a lot of Canadians who are remembering what happened to the two Michaels. And, you know, we're not going to have the same type of coverage that we had, for instance, in Japan. You know, the, the TV crews are going to be followed around. Uh, even though uh, the broadcasters pay a lot of money for the games, uh, we're not sure. going to see the same types of teams that we've deployed in other Uh, instances so it's going to be a little bit different to get a flavor of the local communities especially when you're in Beijing and you're probably going to be watched
0: yeah. I, I don't imagine we'll get much of a flavor uh, at all, actually, uh, of, of outside of the Olympics, given given this whole system they have uh, in, in place to try and safeguard the athletes and uh, with the zero COVID policies in place. It will be fascinating to watch just what kind of coverage we're going to see over the course of the, uh, the games themselves. You know, I mean, I, I, Olympics have often been controversial. Sochi was obviously controversial with what yeah. was going on in Ukraine at the time. Do you sense that once the games begin, that there may be a softening of attitudes? Uh, I don't know if you could have told that through your research, uh, but did you get a sense there may be a softening of attitudes once the games actually get underway and it stops being about the politics and about the controversies and starts to somewhat become about the sport?
1: Well, I think that is uh, the million dollar question in a way. You know, I remember back in 2010 when the Olympics were happening in Vancouver, there was a lot of skepticism from the local community. I think people felt threatened by what was happening. They weren't happy with all of these vehicles that had the right of way and essentially with their city being taken over by a bunch of people who maybe were just going to be there for a couple of weeks. Everything changed after the medal started to fall. And I think we wound up in Vancouver particularly from a community that wasn't necessarily welcoming to the International Olympic Committee to a community that was very happy that the games actually took place. Without those gold medals, maybe this doesn't really happen. So there might be some sort of cleansing effect if we start to win some medals as a country and then people start to pay attention. But at this stage, I think what we see from most Canadians is that the fact that the games are happening there is not making them particularly happy. And and obviously, if we have a lot of... Moments when Canadian athletes do well, this might change. Um, but it certainly suggests that uh, we're not happy with the fact that the games are going to be taking place in China. Without everything that has been happening over the past couple of years, maybe the numbers would be different. But uh, Canadians are not forgetting very easily what happened to the two Michaels. I think that's more than anything what the survey tells us.
0: Yeah, our, our love for the games overshadowed by our dislike for the host at this point in time. When do you look into this again, Mary? Are you going to do a little follow-up on this to find out what our attitudes are after the games? We will. We did the same
1: thing uh, during the Tokyo Games, essentially trying right. to figure out where Canadians were following the games, if there were specific events that they were watching more intently than others, mm-hmm. And ultimately, that is also going to show us whether people do actually mean it when they say that they want to tune out. You know, we will have the ratings at the end. And also um, what the future is going to have when it comes to winter sports. You know, there's a lot of curiosity and there's a lot of people who look at the boycott as something that is akin to what happened in the 1980s. You know, these are professional right. athletes. The notion of somebody who's not going to be able to train is just not something that we have in this century.
0: Mario Canseco, thank you so much.
1: My pleasure, Ben, anytime.